What's going on, guys? So in this episode, I want to talk about some teams that after pretty much after a half a season of football, exactly, I guess, for most teams and some teams a little bit more. Um, I wanted to talk about who are at this point, based on what we've seen so far and just kind of the ability to project moving forward. I want to talk about who which teams are Super Bowl contenders and which teams are just good teams, playoff teams. Maybe not quite on that Super Bowl contender label just yet, though. But that doesn't mean they couldn't be. That doesn't mean they can't continue to develop um, into those kinds of teams as we move forward. But let's talk about the first team on my list here. And this team, to me, well, really, and this should be to anybody, but it's unfortunately not looked at this way. The Pittsburgh Steelers, in my opinion, are... Obviously, they're they're the only undefeated team now. This is going on about I think three straight weeks where they've been the only undefeated team. And I, my first question to you guys, just hypothetically, is: Has there ever that you can recall been a such an underhyped and sort of always called overrated undefeated team that's been undefeated at least three or four weeks longer than? anybody else with no real weakness have you ever seen such a thing like and I don't I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are you know a lock to win the Super Bowl or anything like that but when you look at just what evidence we have to work with so far they're the only undefeated team and have been like I said for several weeks they obviously have a dominant defense right like they you know, as I stated in many other podcasts and probably Twitter and Instagram before, they haven't necessarily been a extremely consistent defense or offense, even at you know at times. So, but when you look at their defense, it'd be difficult to mention three or four defenses that are better than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like if you were to say, "Hey, who is the top five defenses in the NFL?" I think. Pretty much anyone that follows the sport would have the Steelers up there, right? And that's with them being, you know, like I said, they've had some inconsistent moments like the Eagles game and just certain they've had moments of, of inconsistency defensively. But like, let's just recap them, right? So they dominant defense in large part, right? With And that's even we know that most likely the defense is still getting better. And they'll have less inconsistencies moving forward. So we know that they have a dominant defense. We know that their quarterback is a Hall of Fame. He's basically a lock for the Hall of Fame um, and, and Ben Roethlisberger. We know that the skill players are legit. Like James Conner's a good running back. Um, Chase Claypool has been awesome. Deontay Johnson has been awesome when he's been out there. And he's been out there most games. Uh, James Washington is decent. I mean, Eric Ebert, like they, uh, they have several Juju Smith-Schuster. How could I forget? Some people thought he was a top five receiver in the whole entire NFL just a, a year ago. <laughs> you know, so they are deep at the skill positions. They have a, a coach that I think that basically all of us would agree that Mike Tomlin is a top five coach. I mean, maybe top seven at worst in, in the NFL today. And a guy that with just everything he's accomplished in his career as a head coach, it's very difficult to make the argument that he's not on the path for Hall of Fame caliber. Um, you know, multiple Super Bowls and 
a, I think, three Super Bowl appearances. This organization has a history of winning. Like, they, that's just what they do. They're very, very stable. I think they've had three, maybe it's just two, either two or three head, co- or three, I think it's three head coaches in the last, like, 50 years. You know, so you're talking about a team that can win in a shootout. Like, if Ben Roethlisberger has to put up 35-plus points on you, we know that he can do that. And, and yeah, like, he hasn't necessarily been um, – prime Ben Roethlisberger to this point in the season, but he still, I don't think anybody would dispute that he can put up 35 plus points on any defense on any given Sunday, if that's what it's going to take for them to win. So, I mean, like they can win a game like that. They can win a game where they basically shut you out like they did to the Browns a few weeks ago, where they just, I mean, they didn't shut them out, but essentially they, they did, right? And, like, I know that there's this narrative that Ben Roethlisberger is is washed up, but let me just look over his numbers and read them off to you real quick. So he's completing 68% of his passes. He has almost 2,000 yards passing, 1934, 18 touchdowns to four interceptions. And just so you guys know, he had three interceptions in one, of the, in one game. So he's only thrown a pick in two games this year, right? Um, you know, so the dude has played well, he thrown for over 300 yards twice. And I think we would all once again, agree that Ben Roethlisberger isn't playing his best just yet. And that most likely we can expect his best moving forward. So if Pittsburgh is this, is this team that I think once again, we would all agree that it's very much a complete team, right? Offensively, defensively. Like, let me ask, what's their weakness? And where can we project them moving forward? Can we project them, like, in six weeks' time, is it more likely that the Steelers are better than they are today or worse? I think a lot of you, weirdly enough, would say worse and... I think that it's obvious that they would that they'll be better because I think the defense will become more consistent, right? I think that um, when you look at Ben Roethlisberger, even though he's playing phenomenally well, I mean, guys, he's on pace for thirty six touchdowns and eight interceptions for a season, right? He's playing really well, but when you look at the overall game to game play down to down consistency, I think I would be very much surprised if he wasn't a more consistent player in six weeks time. And I'm just arbitrarily throwing out six weeks to try and just kind of, you know, project moving forward. Like I think that this Steelers team, it's not out of the realm of possibility for them to have a top five defense, a top five offense and a top five head coach along, along with their just history of winning and winning Super Bowls most ever from any franchise. So when you look at them and they're 8-0 and they're not even playing their best yet, but it's we have every reason to believe that they will be playing their best as the season goes on, like most teams, barring injuries, of course. It's kind of insane to sit here and think that like literally 80% of the population, at least from my viewing and just my perception, most people think, and I mean, this is credible people too. Like, 
they really believe that the Steelers are are not as good of a team as their 8-0 record indicates. Now, even though I think they'll be a better team in six to ten weeks' time, give or take, you know, roughly or whatever, it's not like I, I don't think they'll go undefeated. You know, I expect them to lose a the game. I mean, they almost lost to the Cowboys. But I think it's almost the perfect storm that's that's developing in Pittsburgh. And you know what? It wouldn't shock me if this team lost two in a row at some point. But I bet you they'll finish no worse than 14 and two. Well, I would say 13 and three is the absolute worst. But like when I look at this team and I, I, I when I look at them with my eyes, right, and just form my opinion on them. And then I look and I see the public's opinion on them about how they're not as good as their record. I'm telling you right now, guys, this team is legit. Like, if you don't think they are a bona fide Super Bowl challenging team, you are delusional. There are no weaknesses. The only weakness, and it's serving as a strength right now, their only weakness is the fact that they haven't been, they're not peaking. They're playing well, but they're not they're not peaking at this particular time. And that's a scary thing because when you look at the tape after a win, right, it feels good to win. The whole team's high-fiving. You're happy. But then when you have clear things to look at, and Mike Tomlin and that coaching staff is are great at this, they're looking at it and they're saying, guys, look, we almost lost to the Cowboys. Like, look, we dominated the first half of this game, but we let you know the Titans in back in it in the second half. There are it's like the perfect amount of like shit on tape that you can justify selling to your team that you have to improve at. And the fact that the Steelers, I said this a few weeks ago too, or maybe it was last week before they played the Ravens. The Steelers are like the perfect team to embrace the, they're underestimating us role or the underdog role or the, or the lack of respect role. And that's that's where they're at right now. You know what I mean? It's 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 really interesting to me because it's all kind of lining up perfectly for Pittsburgh. And if I was a Chiefs fan, I'm going to tell you right now, with all due respect to the Chiefs, because they can beat anybody. I don't want to see Pittsburgh, man. I'm hoping that like they somehow get upset or you know in the second round or in the divisional round or whatever. Like I'm, I, I don't want to see these guys because if I'm right and they get better as the season goes on, well, good luck, good luck handling them. And by the way, earlier this season, you can find it probably on Twitter. If you just search me and then what I said about them, I predicted that they could be a team that wins, wins the Super Bowl. Um, and it wouldn't shock me that I think it was like somebody asked the question on Twitter, who would is the team that could win the Super Bowl that no one's really talking about? And I picked the Steelers. And I, I really just when I look at them again, guys, I don't see a weakness. You tell me where, where the weakness is and we can talk about it. DM me. We'll talk about it. I, I just don't see it other than consistency, which to me, when you're eight, no, and consistency is your issue. That's kind of hilarious. But number one, number two consistency when you're when you're not as consistent as you can as you potentially could be but you're still undefeated it's like the perfect storm it you, you're not complacent you know you're not just cruising to eight no you've done some things where it's like man we're lucky to be here therefore we know we have to get better 
that's where I think Pittsburgh is, and that's why I think they're even more dangerous. All right. Uh, the Chiefs are definitely a Super Bowl contending team, of course, the defending champs. Um, why? Well, they've got, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, probably the best quarterback in football right now. They have one of the better running games in football, even though it, it's not always there for them. And that's just because sometimes teams will play to to take the run away a little bit more. And then Patrick Mahomes has 370 and four touchdowns on you, probably like five incompletions. And then other games, the Buffalo game, for example, they run the ball 47 times and, you know, that they can win in a variety of ways, just like Pittsburgh. And really the Steelers and the Chiefs are the two teams and maybe the Buccaneers you could throw in that, in that category as well. Maybe the, maybe the Saints where they can win with their pass game, with their run game, or with their defense, or with their special teams. You know, one way, like, they can win in a variety of ways, every way. So, obviously, the Chiefs are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. And to me, I'm just, in my opinion, I think it's it. I think we're all set for a, a Chiefs-Steelers AFC championship game this year. That's my hunch, right? One seed, two seed, most likely. And I think that, uh, I think we'll see that. And I'm telling you right now. I think a lot of the money will be on the Chiefs, but I'm going to reserve my opinion till later. But I'm, I'll am i be very much um, – that's up in the air for me. Okay, I think, I think the Ravens are also a Super Bowl contender. I think that, again, when you talk about a team that has a great defense and a great offense, and I'm worried about the Ravens offensively on one hand, but then on the other hand, I look at them and I think, similarly to what I said about the Steelers, where – like, hey, what are, the, what are the Ravens? Six and two. And clearly, they can play better offensively, right? Like, they're, they're not they're not what you would call peaking offensively. They're not the 2019 Ravens offensively at this point. And I think that might, that could either go one of two ways for them. That could either continue, and it could be eventually the reason why they don't they don't go to the Super Bowl. It could be that it could either go work that way, or it could be that they start peaking around week 12, 13, 14. And that kind of surge is what gets them over the hump and over the, the likes of the Steelers and chiefs and whoever they see out of the NFC. So I could see it going one of two ways. I think obviously that all depends on Lamar Jackson, but I just saw something on Twitter today that I, that I want to real quickly just address in terms of just the Ravens, right? Somebody said, if Lamar, um, uh, if Lamar Jackson was replaced with Kyler Murray, that the Ravens would be more likely to win a Super Bowl. Guys, that is highly disrespectful. Like Lamar Jackson was just the unanimous MVP of the league last year. Okay. Kyler's a nice young player you know, coming into his own has had like three games this season where he's passed the ball at a high level. So I'm not going there. Okay. Don't please. Anyways. All right. Another team that, and this team is more of a fringe Super Bowl contender, but I have to say they are a Super Bowl contender because of what I project their defense to be moving forward. And that's the Buffalo Bills, man. Hey, that win against the Seahawks to me showed that they are for real. I mean, I gave the example earlier in my podcast earlier today about basically how the Bills, um, Sean McDermott comes from Carolina and the 2015 Panthers when they had that win against Seattle in Seattle, the game winner, that kind of showed and really showed the team more than anything else 
that they were legit. Well, I think this game against the Seahawks, especially coming off, you know, some games where they lost to the Titans, where they lost to the um, Chiefs, and you kind of like, well, are we for real? You know, then you go in there and you really just handle Seattle from start to finish for the most part. I mean, Seattle made it interesting. I'm not saying they just blew them out, but I mean, they were in control from start to finish, and Josh Allen did what he had to do in terms of being just carrying the entire offense with his arm too, not really with his legs. He, I mean, I think he had a touchdown with his legs, but he pretty much did everything with his arm, 400 yards passing. And it was against Seattle, and it was when he was, when he was under pressure. So that win, to me, because of what I where I think their defense will be in six, seven, ten weeks' time, because I think they'll consistently get better. I think they'll stop the run, but I think they'll be better all around defensively. And if they can just get a little bit more out of the running backs in terms of the running game, which Zach Moss appears to be on his way to doing, and, and Devin Singletary as well, I think – they're a team that if they if they start peaking at the right time, they can beat anybody. I definitely I definitely think they can beat the Steelers. I think they can beat the Chiefs. I think they can beat anybody. I'm not I wouldn't favor them in any of those games. I wouldn't even favor them against the Ravens. But I do believe that they are albeit a fringe Super Bowl contender, but a Super Bowl contender nonetheless. Another one is the, uh, and this is going to the NFC now, the, the New Orleans Saints, I think, are legit Super Bowl contenders, okay? I am, I almost want to say they're fringe contenders, but I can't go that far. I'm going to say they're contenders. I'm going to say that because the defense, again, similar to what I've said about a lot of these teams, I think the defense is better than what it's shown, and I think that you'll see that as the season goes on in six, eight weeks time. I think they'll be a good defense, right? Whereas right now, well, obviously, aside from the games against Tampa, they've been, you know, just a below average defense. But I think they're actually a good defense. And I think Drew Brees is obviously extremely efficient with Alvin Kamara, the running game, and Latavius Murray, the running game is dangerous. Um, I think their Achilles heel will ultimately be the fact that Drew Brees can't really consistently challenge teams deep, defenses deep. But I do think that we, at this time, we have to call them legitimate Super Bowl contenders because, I mean, they are, right? Six and two, and with two wins over the Buccaneers, who we all also would call a Super Bowl contender. That brings me to them. So, yes, Tampa, we're talking about a very good defense. I know they had a bad game against New Orleans, but that's, you know, that, that happens. Um, look, man, the Buccaneers are running the ball fairly well offensively, right? They can run it. I think they need to stop doing so much of it on first down, but hey, nonetheless, they can run the ball. They somehow ran the ball like seven times or five times all of the game against the Saints, which is just awful. Like, I don't I, that's never, ever going to be a way to win, you know, a big game. But they have a legit defense. They have Tom Brady. And, of course, they have a ton of weapons in the passing game. So I think they're one of those teams that can win in a variety of ways. Brady can still threaten teams' defenses deep down the football field, as he's shown on a weekly basis. And, yeah, I just think the Saints are a tough matchup for them because they're just – some teams just match up well with other teams, right? And, like, the Buffalo Bills were a tough matchup for Seattle. You know, and and I think that's kind of just how it went for – uh, the Bucks, but I I do think they'll find a way if they if they see the Saints again. I I would I'd put money my money 
on the Bucks to beat them because I just think that it's so hard to beat a team like that three times in the same season. And um, I I just think Tampa's due. But yeah, so I mean, they're they're a legit Super Bowl contending team. Like they, they really are. I mean, I don't know how you could really make the argument that they aren't. Okay, so look, Steelers, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Saints, Bucks, definitely Super Bowl contending teams. Albeit the uh, the Bills, I'd say fringe, right? But two other teams, I'm very close to calling a Super Bowl contending team as well, a real contender, and that is the Green Bay Packers is one. Because the defense is getting better. The offense, obviously, we know they can run the ball. And Aaron Rodgers is seemingly, I mean, still looks like he's reverted back to the old Aaron Rodgers, the MVP caliber player that is Aaron Rodgers, the all-pro. So I would say that they're a fringe Super Bowl team. And I, I just don't really trust them in games against the good, good teams. Like, for example, the Bucks game. Right, That's a rough one. You know what I mean? But you're going to play in that kind of environment against that caliber of team on your road to the Super Bowl. So I'm a little weary of them in that regard. But I would still say, could they win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. So I have them as a real contender, you know, more on the fringe side of it. But I do. Seattle is another one. Look, they scare the shit out of me because they, on the one hand, they're built to be a super like a playoff team to win playoff games because they can win the close games and as bad as a lot of people like to say their defense is I think their defense is actually okay I just think that I think that mainly because they their defense makes plays when plays are needed to be made so I think that's impressive enough and I think they it you know if I didn't know better I would say that's unsustainable but for Seattle that's been really their mo for years you know and this year's a little different in that the defense gets lit up for a lot of the game but then makes plays when they need to so whereas legion of boom days of course they were just dominant the entire time and made big plays when they needed to as well so um but now you've got russell wilson that can keep them in any game they're never ever ever out of it and yeah i mean i think i mean they they still can run the ball i think the defense I have enough faith in Pete Carroll to say that they'll they'll get better. You know, I don't think he'll ever be a necessarily a good defense in 2020, but I think they'll have their moments and and we know damn sure they'll make plays at in big moments throughout the season. So those are my eight teams that are bona fide Super Bowl contenders. I'll be at the Packers, Seahawks, and sort of the Bills I have right on the fringe side of that. But the other ones, Steelers. Definitely, of course. Chiefs, Ravens, Saints, Bucks. I think those are my, like, I feel very confident saying one of those teams will win this year's Super Bowl. The other teams that I have on the outside looking in that I think could become contenders, and some of these might surprise you, but hey, I have them in there, and I, and I do believe they could become contenders. So one of those teams is the Titans, and you might say, well, yeah, the Titans beat the Bills, and yeah, you know they. So therefore, they are by default Super Bowl contender. That's not how it works. Okay, the Titans match up well against the Bills. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I don't really care if they, you know, if this team beat that team. That math always doesn't really work out. But what I will say is the Titans can run the ball, 
and they can do an they, they can their offense is good enough to to be considered a very dangerous team in the playoffs but their defense is a defense that they're not very good against the run they don't get any pressure and that i mean they're not great in coverage so it's just like that I think will ultimately be the the downfall of them. Like you would think because of just what we've always thought of the Titans, you would think like that their defense is pretty good, but it's, it's really just not, it's just not a good defense. So if they can get the defense rolling, which is still possible, we have a whole half a season left to play, you know, then they, they could definitely move into that Super Bowl contending team. I mean, they were in the AFC championship game just last year. So. That's possible. Another one I think, and this might surprise you guys, is the Cleveland Browns. Look, I really believe that if Baker Mayfield continues to ascend, and he and he starts ascending, really, I should say, at the right time, then like down the stretch, then they're then they're there. Because I, I still think the Browns defense is pretty good. Like obviously it has its holes, but I think I'm pretty confident in the defense being on that level when they need to be in terms of late this season by the time the playoffs start if and this is really the only if but it's a gigantic if if Baker Mayfield becomes a legit franchise quarterback which is possible or if he just pulls a Joe Flacco and gets hot at the right time I think the Browns are as dangerous as anybody maybe not as dangerous as anybody but I think they could beat any team on any given Sunday in that scenario so Cleveland's close, guys. They're close. All right, the Indianapolis Colts, you got to keep the ball out of Phillip Rivers' hands. You, normally you say that, right, in terms of, uh, you know, opposing the opposing quarterback. But in the Colts' case, I want Jonathan Taylor to run it 18 times, and I want Jordan Wilkins to run it 14. You know what I mean? And, and Naheem Hines to get himself six or eight carries. Like, I, that's what I want for the Colts. And I want screen passes quick game. I want some, I want plays like that. You know, I want, I want us to, I want Indy to move the ball that way and then keep Phillip Rivers ahead of the chains, dominate games at that offensive line and that defense. But Frank Wright seems insistent at least for sometimes to, you know, let Phillip just let whoever his quarterback is just sling it. So, uh, you know, that that's kind of the potential downfall of them. But if they start to really run the ball like that, which is possible. Like, could you imagine if the Colts start running the hell out of that football down the stretch of the season and through the playoffs, I could totally see them emerging as a late Super Bowl contender. And last team on my list is the Los Angeles Rams. I know they got blown the hell out by the Miami Dolphins. And we all just want to say, no way. They've only beat teams in the NFC East. They're not that good yet. Hey, they are. They have, a, they have a very good defense. Very good. They are a balanced attack in terms of running the ball and passing the ball. They do it a little bit by committee, but who gives a shit? Jared Goff's playing really well. The Rams are a team to watch out for. Um, so also, I'll throw in the Arizona Cardinals and the Chicago Bears. The Cardinals, if the defense continues to improve and Kyler Murray continues to ascend as a passer... I'll, I'll throw them that, you know, just keep it. I'll put these two teams on the back end, keep an eye on them. Right. And if the bears can get better offensively at the right time, they could be in the mix. So just two other teams to keep an eye on there, but yeah, man, that's how I feel about it. Let me know what you guys think. Feel free to DM me at 
Fair Shake Football on Instagram or at Fair Shake FB on Twitter. And I'll be back tomorrow with another couple of episodes for you guys. I appreciate you listening and leave reviews. That stuff helps. Talk to you later.